Hello. We're in the same room. I can't believe it. I've forgotten what you look like. 1.5 metres apart. Well, we are wrong. Ooh, two arms length. Yay! <laughs> Don't touch me. I haven't. <laughs> not, <laughs> not yet, anyway, but we are having champagne, so you just never know what might happen. Um, hello, everybody hello. else. We're a bit overexcited, aren't we? So excited. It's yeah. so nice to actually be in the same room. We're actually yeah. in an office. There is nobody else in here but us. Yeah. Um, and it's just so delightful to see a face, yes. to hear a voice. It's not yes. on a phone or on a Zoom. A Zoom. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Um, it actually is delightful. Are, it is. We're yeah. recording our podcast, which is Playing Devil's Avocado. You're listening to it right now. Isn't it? And I am Claire Isaac, and with me is Lisa Sinclair. That's correct. Yay. You get a point for that. You get a bonus <laughs> point. And today on the podcast, we are talking about one of our favourite subjects of mm. all time. Yes. Aldi. Yeah. Not an ad. We're also talking about um, Judy Dench. We're talking about some interesting other celebrity women who we shall remain nameless Ooh, until a bit later. Intrigue. Talking what hurts now. Yes. And we're talking about would you go on a cruise? Hmm. Let's let's find out, shall let's we? Let's find out. Okay. Let's go. Okay, Audi. 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 <laughs> so excited about talking about the mundane. Now, this came from a listener. Yeah. Who said, um, why don't you talk about Audi anymore? Mm. Um, and it's probably because I haven't been to Audi mm. in, or any supermarket in weeks. Oh, I have. But I know you have. I go there every Anyway, he said, let's call him Stephen. Mm. That's his name. He <laughs> said, I need to know what's good from Claire. I said, all right, well, I'll ask her. But because of him and the tips he gave me, I did actually go to Audi yesterday. Yeah. And I looked for the things he told me to buy, but they'd all sold out. What were they? So he told me to buy um, You're Like These, mm. Veal Schnitzels. I don't um, eat veal. No. Um, <laughs> he said the veal schnitzels are unbelievable. Right. Uh, but they'd sold out. He also said to go and buy the ling in the freezer. Oh, yeah. I did buy that. Mm. I hadn't sold out. Mm. Um, I bought the goslamets. Oh, yeah. I've never had them, but everyone goes on about them, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any good? Mm, they're good. Oh. They're all good. And their pizzas are quite good, too. I uh, mm-hmm. was tempted by a beetroot mm. pizza, but mm. thought that looked too weird. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Haven't tried it. Okay. Don't know if I would. Bought the halloumi chips that everyone bangs on about. Yeah, they're nice. Okay. Yeah, they're um, good. I haven't eaten all this. Just, <laughs> just, that's just make last clear. night's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, bought some truly heinous dumplings. Yeah. Was um, that the name of them? Yes. <laughs> Aldi's <laughs> truly heinous dumplings. Um, they were soup dumplings. Right. Utterly disgusting. Um, very some... sad about that. Yeah. I think I've decided that dumplings should only ever be eaten in situ mm. in a yum char place or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't think I think that's perfectly understandable. Yeah. And also, obviously, just went and did the bar, did mm. the bar, the mm. the booze, the booze, yeah, booze. So is good. the booze, but we've always bought the booze because um, we like Audi booze, and mm. at the moment. It's so cheap. Well, it's mm. always cheap, mm. but it's nice to have cheap booze at the moment because we're all watching our pennies, aren't we? We are, but we're all drinking and a lot. Drinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, from my Audi, I you know I have never stopped going there. Yep. And I know the security guard on the door of my Audi. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Well, I don't know his name, but oh. I know him. You know, so, so say hello to. Please find his now. name and report that. <laughs> um, but um, the thing that I bought this week, well, actually, my mum bought it for me yesterday, but um, it, I did have it, is a foot massager. Oh, my God. It is. It is Because I haven't had a massage yes. in months because of lockdown. What kind of foot massager so is it? So you put your feet in it, and it, then it massages the Is it like one of those sock of ones? 
Yeah, you put your feet. No, what do you mean? They, 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 it almost covers your yeah, feet. Yeah, covers your feet. Yeah. And then, oh, and then bliss ensues. Oh, really? And then it has like this air function that um, kind of goes <laughs> and sucks oh. your feet. Oh, it's so good. How much? Honestly, it's 59 which is, you Worth know, every penny but, or not? But yes, amazing. Oh. Um, so, and then Lee, my husband, my husband, I should say, not Lee, my husband. Mm. And then my husband um, had a go, and normally he poo-poos these mm. things because they seem like silly mm. nonsense. And honestly, it was like he was hypnotised. Oh. You could have asked him for anything and he would have agreed. <laughs> he would have agreed. Um, but also there, I bought some Careplex, which is their version of um, Olaplex yes. hair stuff. I haven't tried it yet, but... Um, you know, Olaplex, if everyone hairdressers use it mm. and say it's amazing. So um, I will let you all know how that goes. Just quickly on hair, mm. can you notice that I've had my hair coloured? No. Did That's you colour it yourself? No. My oh. hairdresser came over and did it. Oh. But, like, you don't have grey hair, so I've got nothing to sort of no, see the No, but he's done streaks and slices. Oh. Can you tell? Not really, That's no. really annoying. Streaks and slices? Yeah. It's like a shop name. Um... That could be a hairdressing salon name for future. Our friend Stephen bought his mother for Mother's Day the $10 shampoo and conditioner that everyone's going on about. Oh, yeah, the the one for Monday. Monday. What's it called? Monday, I believe. Yeah, and he bought it for himself as well. Yeah. Says it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Have you right. tried it? No, I haven't, but I think we should all go out and buy it. Yeah. I noticed that the other day and thought of it myself. It's on my list. On your list. Mm, things to buy. All right. That's in Coles, 10 And bucks. it looks really pretty as it well. Does. It's in a nice pink bottle. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm glad we've got all that sorted. I, can, I mean, there's other Aldi things. I could talk about Aldi, as you know, well, for weeks, but I won't now. Maybe that would be a side hustle for us. Well, yeah. And Aldi. Aldi. Best of Aldi. <laughs> Hello, Aldi, right. if you're listening. Not a bad idea. Not an ad yet. Okay. <laughs> do you want to talk about Judy Dent? Yeah, do you think she shops in Aldi? I think she probably mm. would. <laughs> she loves, she's got an eye for a bargain. Yeah. She, she's on the cover of Vogue. Yes. At 85 English years, Vogue. Of old, years of old. Years of old. Years of age. English Vogue. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I look, I think it's 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 quite hard for us from um, an Australian vantage to understand what's going on in the UK and the US at the moment because um, the US magazines are doing some unusual things as well yeah. and I think they're very much... You know, the, they've got they're in such awful Flux. situation, mm-hmm. so many people dying and sick that I can understand why you would do something so actually lovely. But you have issues, don't you? Well, I love Judy Dench, and I think she's a very witty, very smart, very aspirational woman. But Vogue is a fashion magazine. I can see her on the cover of Vanity Fair or on any of those other you know mags, Glamour. Yes, you know, um, but Vogue to me is about is not really about celebrities being on the cover so much. I mean, especially someone who can't show off the fashion in the way that they would be yes. trying to sell it. But I wonder what you would do in in current circumstances. Who you would put? On. Well, then, fashion magazines by nature can't exist in the same way because no. there's no shows going on. There's no, no you know shops aren't selling things. So I understand, of course, that it's it is about probably giving the people what they want, which is something quite nice and yeah. warming, warm and stuff. And it is lovely. The photo shoot, if you haven't seen it, will post the cover on the PDA. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, very good. Lighting, <laughs> right? Yeah, and makeup. Yeah, like they've they've done it very well. There's a bit of air t- airbrushing gone on. I'd say they'd have to. Yeah, be. but I mean, 
that's fair enough, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think that's fair enough? Yeah. I mean, she doesn't actually look like that as an 85-year-old. That's the only thing I would say. No. There's a video that goes with that's on YouTube that you can watch, which I can right. post, where people ask her questions and she's there and her and she's there in, in all her facial yes. wrinkles. Yes. <laughs> and she still looks fabulous. Of course. I'm, uh, she, she's obviously amazing. Yeah. Um, the video is great. The video has some really good people asking her questions, including, you know, um, like, um, uh, I can't think of anyone now. Lots of small Z and, like, random kind of rappers and stuff from the UK, but also... Um, there's someone like um, Laverne Cox asked her a question. She says, how do you deal with getting older? And she says, if your inside is 35, I reckon you can get through that way. Who knows? You can go and fooling yourself all your life, which I thought was lovely. Lovely. So she obviously thinks she's 35. Yeah, inside. Mm. What do you think you are? I'd say I'm probably about 14. <laughs> <laughs> how <Inside>. lovely. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I love her though, and I do think it's a nice cover. And it is yeah. nice to see. And it's a bit different, isn't it? Different, a bit something else, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, what else have you got going on in Celebland? Well, we were going to talk about Alison Roman, the feud. Oh, yes. Between my favourite foodie, Alison yes. Roman, and Christy Teigen. Talk us through it. And Marie Kondo. So, Alison Roman did an interview the with. Cook Lady. Yes. Yeah, so, she's a New York chef. She does the stew, the fish, mm. the chicken. Um, she was coming here to Australia, actually, but it got cancelled because of the coronavirus, so she didn't turn up. But anyway, she's got a, a couple of really good cookbooks, and she did an interview with, I think, The New Consumer or something, mm. um, and they were talking about when people take their fame that comes from one thing and kind of do other things with it to make money. And she took aim <laughs> at... Chrissy Teigen for doing a cookbook and then doing a line of cookware with her name on it yeah. and basically suggesting that she had a team of people working for her on her Instagram yeah. doing all her posts. She's sort of saying they that. sell out. And that basically, you know, she wouldn't want to do that because that's not what she's mm. like. Then she also had a go at Mari Kondo, the Japanese cleaning woman. Yeah, decluttering. <laughs> decluttering lady for bringing out a range of, of products under the guise of being helpful for decluttering, but, you know, Alison's like, well, why would you do that? It's stupid because you're creating clutter. She sort of has a little point. Which, yeah, <laughs> yes. But the world went the world went crazy. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen got upset because she said that she was a big fan of Alison Roman and she um, was even going to be doing some TV show with her at some point and was going to executive produce something that she was doing and she couldn't believe it. And, um, and then, of course, people piled on saying she was racist because Chrissy Teigen is half Thai and uh, Marie Kondo is Japanese um, and that she didn't, she didn't say anything about... Gwyneth Paltrow, who is white, waspy, right, woman. So there's a lot. Of, there's a lot to unpack. There, there. is. There is. <laughs> I feel like she. What she said is quite valid in that what she doesn't want to do is create an empire mm. of sort of cooking related stuff. She's done a line of some kind of cookware that's based on old things that she got given from her grandmother and things oh, like yeah. that. So like um, antique spoons and oh, stuff. Yeah, like she's nice. doing some stuff. But that she doesn't want to, you know, sell out. Mm. What's the difference? But she's using the wrong people to illustrate I think that. she is. And also, it's not really any of her business, is it? Well, and What other just, people do? No, 
I think you can just say, I don't want to sell out. You know, there's lots yeah. of people out there who've just done too much and I don't agree yeah. with it. You don't have to actually name and shame. No. And also you're naming and shaming the wrong people because Chrissy Teigen's amazing. Yes. And also people can do whatever they like. Yeah. And it's not really up to her to tell them what to do yeah. and what not I don't to think do. she's being racist, though. I think it is unfortunate. I think, I don't know if she was being racist or not. I mean, it's hard to know, isn't it? What subconscious bias people have. Mm. Well. Well, how do you like that? I, don't, I didn't expect that no. one. Woo! No. Yeah. No. Um, but I think she was probably a little bit naive in doing the interview and saying those things and not expecting it to blow up. Well, she certainly was. Yeah. But, you know. She does come across as a little bit stroppy, doesn't she? Well... She's from New York. New York. Sometimes, you well, know. Well, that's the other thing then. We, like, she said she was living in isolation, didn't she? And I think people are having a hard time. I think people are having a hard time, and we'll talk more about this later. Or we could talk about it now. All right. Or not. We can. Let's talk about what hurts now. What hurts now? now. What hurts now, Lisa? Well, going back to <laughs> Alison Roman, Claire. <laughs> Don't you love the way we work? Um, you put down here... The struggle is real. Yeah. Yeah. Are you finding it tough? Very, very tough. Yeah. Very tough. For those of the, who are listening in the future, for future <laughs> for future listeners, when this is all over, we're actually in mid-lockdown still here. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's getting to the point where I'm finding it hard to know what's real anymore. Yes. And what do you mean by that exactly? <laughs> like that rabbit in the corner. Yeah. Is that real? <laughs> no, like I just don't understand. You know, I've forgotten what it's like to live in the real world. I got yeah. the bus today for the first time in like yeah. six weeks. Yeah, freaked you out? No, it didn't no. freak me out. It felt really normal. But then I was aware of the fact that I hadn't got on a bus for ages and that there was no one else on the bus. Mm. And I've sort of forgotten what it's like to go outside my bubble um, yes. Even even when the lockdown laws were lifted a little bit and we were allowed to go and sort of socialise yeah. a bit more, I've still found that really hard to know how to interact with people. Yes, and because, mm-hmm. I mean, we're both being quite mindful of actually doing the whole social distancing thing still. Mm-hmm. And I think you, I would encourage people to do that. Um, but it's definitely altered the way you interact with people in, on every level, hasn't it? Yeah. I'm almost scared to see people now, not because I'm worried about getting sick... But because I'm so used to being at home yeah. and not seeing people yeah. and not talking to people and not having to be so a social being. Yes, it's definitely. All those right. social niceties, I've forgotten how to mm, do mention them. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been very rude. You know, how to have a conversation with someone where it's back and forth. Yeah. And how to Yeah, it's really hard. It's feel, really tricky. And I feel like um, I don't know that I will be able to cope at the other end of it, you know. Like, I'm sort of wondering, you know, how what will happen when... Oh, if it all goes back to completely the way it was yeah. before, which obviously it's not going to for a very long time, no. but say it did, I just... Um, I don't know how... I, I mean, interacting with a lot of people will make me really nervous, yes. probably. I mean, it can't go back to how it was, can it? Well, you wouldn't have thought so. I was reading this story in the New York Times about um, how people are coping and how people are finding it really hard to not lose it. And and, um, all these people were suggesting that it's fine to have a meltdown, to go and cry, to stare at the wall, to do all the things that we all go, oh, God, this must mean something. Actually, it doesn't really. Crying can be cathartic, says Lisa Feldman Barrett. We all know that. She's a... No, we don't know her. No. She's a professor of psychology, um, and she wrote a book called How Emotions Are Made. She says that 
Those big, this is interesting, those big gulps between sobs most likely increase activity in the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps to calm us down. Oh. So when you go, <gasps> yes. that helps you feel better. Crying um, helps you, yeah, like, like it's like Release. a lopoid. Yeah, oh, opioid. okay. Mm, right. So crying is good. She also, they also say eat if you want to. If you, if it's the difference between having a Sunday, for example, and not having one is going to make you feel better. You like should an just ice have cream the Sunday. Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Or any kind of Sunday. Scream if you want to. Scream therapy is oh. good. Gvetch if you want to. This, Fetch. Is, from, this Fetch. is from New York. Fetch. So um, have a whinge. Have a whinge. That means to your friends. I think you've got to be a bit careful and only whinge to people who can take it. Yes. Because if there's people who are struggling themselves, mm. the last thing they need is you whinging at Are you at suggesting them. that I should not whinge at you? <laughs> yes. Lie on the floor and stare at the ceiling if you want to. Now, in our house, we don't allow staring. Oh, at the ceiling or, or anywhere? any kind of staring. Oh. Yeah. What, what do you have to do instead? Just, you know, no, no staring. Oh. Up, get up, or just, you know, don't just oh. do staring. Okay. Point taken. Yeah. Will not stare. I don't think staring is necessarily a good thing. Daydreaming's one thing. Staring's another. Right. I think there's a difference. Okay. Mm. I don't know that I. Okay. Um. It's, and speaking of of what hurts now, to lighten the tone. Oh yes. You know my obsession with Victoria Beckham's workouts. Yes. <laughs> I've been doing her arm workout mm. religiously. And how have you, did you measure your arms before? <laughs> no, I didn't. No. I suppose I should have. Um. I tried to do her leg workout. Oh, yeah. Oh, they put me back out. Did you? Oh, honestly. People, Too hard. It's just, on. I mean... How does she do it? It's all on the floor. It's all on all fours. Mm. Lots of kicking your leg back oh, yes. and up and sideways yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, if I could kick the cat <laughs> at one point. You know, we all know my cat doesn't like me doing exercise no, on the no. floor. It was a disaster. So I think I'm just going to have really, really sculpted Victoria Beckham-like arms. Yes. And then pudgy um, rest of me normal yes. legs. David Beckham football <laughs> legs. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't right? People would pay money for that. Good. Should we do some culture club? Yeah, all right. Culture. Or do you want to talk about Adele? When you want to talk about? Oh, we should talk about Adele as you just talked about. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Adele, the singer, the singer, yeah, the one named singer, yes, has lost a lot of weight. Yes. And the world is rejoicing. The world's gone mad. The world has gone insane. Yeah. How do you feel about Adele's weight loss? Rather, how do you feel about the way that Adele's weight loss is being How do I feel about, about the coverage? Yeah. Um, I think it's probably understandable because, as we know, weight loss stories sell magazines and yes, get clicks. they do. Um, and even though you might not approve of that, it is, that is the reality of it. I also so feel like there's not much going on in the there's world. There's nothing going on. That's sort of in, no. in that kind of and landscape at the moment. The other thing I would say is that that is probably the best celebrity weight loss we have seen in years. Oh, if I was working years. on a celebrity mag, that would be my cover right there. Um, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. it's. I'm, I was trying to think when we last saw a celebrity weight loss that was that dramatic on such a famous person. We've had our like Australian Jenny Craig ones mm-hmm. that some of them are quite good. Magda's was pretty good back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. Um she lost seven stone according to Yeah, reports, 45 is, kilos. Yeah, 45 kilos. Um and it is really dramatic. And I do understand all the sort of the the narrative around it as well because um I know you're going to tell me off for saying this, but I I don't necessarily think she looks better. No, because I know. she was so beautiful before, 
and you never looked at her and thought you need to lose 45 kilos or or you would look better if you lost a no. bit of weight like we all do it oh, you'd look better if you lost a bit of weight you do it to yourself and you maybe judge other people that's what we do mm. some of us not all of us mm. um mm. but I have always thought she was utterly beautiful and um you know a sensational singer and I saw her in concert in Australia and it was honestly one of the best things I've ever seen yeah um so I thought there's, that's my feeling about it. And I understand why, if I think like that, why everybody else has to comment on it as well. Well, for me, I saw the photo and I thought, oh, my God, this is just going to go crazy. And, of course, it did. I have a few for thoughts about it. One is that it's, none of, no, it's no one's business for hers if she's lost the weight. But then I think, well, why did you po- post the photo? Yeah. If you don't want people to say, congratulations, you've lost the weight. And obviously, as anyone would do if you have been struggling with your weight and you've lost a lot of weight you we want you do want people to say you look yeah, great and people well, to notice. congratulations you've yeah. done so well and all that hard work's paid off yeah. unless you've lost weight because you've got cancer and then you don't no uh, yes but i mean i think i think we have to assume that she oh no, has done saying, all, no yeah. but that she's done this for the reason she yeah. put posted that photo knowing full well that it would cause a furor absolute kerfuffle right? yeah that's fine but it's none of our business to then take ownership of her weight loss and move it forward for her in this way that's become this kind of you know it's 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 a we we always do it like make the media do it all the time and it's an interesting thing isn't it where we just go how you too can lose the weight like Adele and congrats, you know, Adele flaunts her body and, you know, and that becomes, the story becomes about the photo and about, I don't know, like it, this, it sort of takes yeah. on this life of its own. But I don't think you can necessarily blame the media now these days because she put that picture on social media. She's, I don't know how many followers she's got. Say, yeah. she, say she's got half a million followers or, or more. Say, have a look, see how many All followers right. Adele's got, right? Okay. She put it on social media, even without the media, which is us, going, you know, how she did it or whatever it is, there would have been... I'm going to tell... Do you want me to tell you how many people she's got? 36.9 million. 36.9 million. How many comments are on that photo? Or how many likes are on... Uh, 229,000 comments. 229,000 comments. Yeah. So that's just ordinary people commenting, going, you look amazing, or I preferred you before, or you did this, or you did that. So actually, these days, you can't blame the media, because her readership is probably bigger than any magazine. True. And by putting that picture out there... Also, there has to be, like, I don't know, like, she she put the... Instead of just saying, thank you for the birthday, love, I had a great birthday, lots of love yeah. to you all, she's thanking the first responders and the health workers. Yeah. Which is a bit of In a, a miniskirt. Yeah, in a miniskirt. It's it's a big reveal. It's like, <laughs> yeah. a ta-da, look at me. Yeah, you could have and done fair, that. I, good, I'm, I don't yeah, know. Good I, feel, her, I don't you know, know what I think about it yeah. at all. I'm a bit conflicted, because conflicted. I also think she looked... She, I think she, you know, like... Why did she feel the need to become that thin? I don't know if it was no. for health reasons, yeah. fair enough, if it wasn't. I would uh, say she's been doing Victoria Beckham's leg workout, though, because those pins... Mm. Well, she could probably do it. She doesn't have a cat for a start. Mm. How do you know that? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, oh. like, you know, if she had a cat okay. like my cat, she would yeah. be on the floor on all fours. No. I imagine she's got a gym. Should right. we do the Culture Club we said we were going to do a minute ago? Culture which then Club. I started to sing the, lip, the thing in Sorry. there. Culture Club. Culture Club. You bought something that's changed your, revolutionised your life. I did. In the um, arena of entertainment. I did. Our listener in London, we'll call her Moira, <laughs> um, she um, made me finally buy a Chromecast because we don't have a smart TV, right. which has limited our sort of, you know, 
streaming ability somewhat. We have watched, we have got access on the iPad. Anyway, it's very boring. I won't bore you with my TV watching setup at home. But I have bought a Chromecast and it's the easiest thing to put in your, your non-smart TV. Um, and then I got Amazon Prime because mm-hmm. I've heard of this show called Fleabag. <laughs> <laughs> Is it quick on the uptake? Um, and so we have been watching Fleabag and I'm just up to meeting the hot priest. Uh, don't tell me anything. I don't okay. want to know what happens. Okay. But Fleabag is obviously clearly the best show ever of all time. Yes, it's very good. And, yeah, Hot Priest, delicious. And we've started watching Mrs. Meisel, which you're not fussed about, but lots of people are. Yeah. Do you want to talk a bit more about it? Or not that? really. Oh, okay. Because it's quite old. Okay, I'm just okay. playing catch-up, as right. I do. Okay. And you read You've a book? Some... Oh. Oh, I did read a book, an old book. Mm. What's it called? Can you remember? Mummy Bloggers. The, the Mummy, Mummy Bloggers. Bloggers by... Holly, Holly Wainwright. Wainwright, and she is your friend. She's one of my very dear friends. Um, and I read it because it came up. You know, I'm loving a, a cheap bargain on Apple, Apple books. books at the moment, yeah. and it came up, so I thought, well, that looks like fun, and I read it. Mm. And it's the absolute perfect reading for these troubled times. <laughs> Drink. Drink! <laughs> <laughs> it's just very, it's sort of, it's quite light on, but also very, very smart. Um, and it's about three mummy bloggers, um, and they've sort of they're linked in a, in sort of various ways, and they're up for a big award. And um, it's very um, telling. She obviously knows an awful lot about um, the online world, the blogging yeah. world, media, yeah. TV, um, and it has all these funny little insights. And I did lol. Yeah, it's very lol worthy. It's very lol worthy and really easy listening and listening easy, yeah, easy reading. reading. And, She's very smart. Um, She's got a new book coming out. Has she? Mm, well, I will read that as so well. Nice. Well, I very much enjoyed it, and I think if you've got a few bucks to spare and you fancy reading it, you should. Mm. Yeah, you'll mm. enjoy. I think okay. you'll all enjoy. Right. Mm. Um, I've been reading about um, Kim Jong-un, so I won't bother you. <laughs> I won't bore you with that book. Okay. It's amazing. Oh, it's an actual book? Yeah, a oh. book. It's called, it's called The Successor, I think. I, I, I can't remember actually mm. what the name of the book is, but it's all about the um, Kim dynasty, you know, mm. the, the, the entire family, and it's fascinating. But that's because I'm obsessed with North Korea, as you know. Um, but in fact, what I am doing is watching Hollywood. On Netflix. On Netflix, which Ryan is Murphy. Ryan Murphy. He did Glee. He yeah. did. Um, I was just going to look oh, up what else he one. did. Yeah, American Horror Host- Story. Yeah. Um, he's also done. Um, he did the Versace. Is that yes, him? the Versace pose. He yeah. did um, the Politician, which we talked about on yeah. here. Um, and so, if you know all those shows, you'll know exactly what this is going to be like. It's quite camp. It's quite outrageous. It's quite kind of cartoon-like in parts. Yeah. It's the story of old Hollywood and how people came up in the kind of star vehicles of the forties, I think. It's, but it's um, very uh, entertaining, and I highly recommend a Ryan Murphy show for such times as these. Yes. Because they're a little Drink. bit removed. Oh. Sorry, drink. They're a bit removed from reality. But it is it's fascinating. That, I mean, the whole premise behind the first couple of episodes is they have this um, gas station in Hollywood where um, aspiring actors worked. And when um, and so all the big old ladies who are married to the heads of the of the film studios come in to get their cars filled up and also to get sex from these people oh. that fill the car up. So they're like little gigolos. Um, and uh, and it goes on from there. I, it's got um, some really cool people in it. It's got Darren Chris. It's got our own Samara Weaving, Jim Parsons. It's got Dylan McDermott in it and Mira Silvino. 
um, Maud Apatow, who I believe is Judd Apatow's daughter. Right. Um, so there's lots of really good people in it, and it is worth watching. If you've got Netflix, you may as well watch it because there's nothing else to do, let's face it. Yeah. And it's entertaining. Okay. I will take a look at some point. Um, you know, I'm just in Fleabag. Yeah. Well, moment. you won't want to watch anything for a while because Fleabag went. And there's a new show from her yes, as well, isn't run. there? Run. It's on Foxtel. Yeah. Yeah. So, so much Phoebe Waller bridge going on. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about cruising. Oh, go on then. Because we said last week we we're going to talk about yeah. that. Would you, have you been on a cruise? I have. Um, Timmy won one. Timmy won one. Timmy won one. Timmy won one. And we went on it and mm. I wouldn't necessarily choose to go on one again. Right. It wasn't like a big giant P&O cruise. It wasn't like a little posh one around, you know, the Kimberleys or whatever. Right. You've done a few, haven't you? Yes. I am um, all by myself. Mm. <laughs> all by myself. Um, and I quite enjoyed them in a kind of really random way. I'm just the reason I ask this is because there's lots of obviously articles at the moment about whether cruising has died a death mm. because of COVID nineteen. I thought bookings were up. Yeah, people are, which is actually probably a good thing. Yeah, because we need that. That, tr- that tourism industry is, you know, so vital, especially to Australia, and we're so far away from places here mm. that it is a really good way of people travelling. But obviously with the uh, Ruby Princess yeah. and all the sort of drama that has ensued with COVID-19 infection rates on that ship and on other cruise vessels around the world and the sort of known, you know, you, I mean, you only have to read the paper once a month to find a story that involves gastro. a cruise ship that's got gastro yeah. outbreak on it. And when you're on a boat, you spend your whole time hand sanitising. Yeah. So, yeah. I suppose um, you'd have to hope that moving forward, there (laughs) would be... (laughs) There would be, um, you know, all sorts of new safety measures put in place and hygiene practices. And you'd have to hope that would happen. But I still would... I'm not doing it. I quite enjoyed them. There's something very Mm. relaxing about a cruise. Yeah. I think um, I'd rather do a train trip, but then even then, if you're stuck, some there was, weren't there people stuck on a train with gastro, and there's only the few toilets on the train, oh, and that was a disaster. Oh, horrendous. So, At least if you have your own cabin, you can shit in your own cabin. Yeah. For want of a better description. Yeah, I just not sure about it. Look, I went on a cruise once. I won't say who it was with or where it was, um, and. Um, it was filled with lots of very rude Americans, which mm. is, you know, that's fine. Um, I found that quite entertaining yeah. and quite enjoyed that part. But then uh, there was also a water slide and, like, movies on deck every night with free popcorn oh, well. and unlimited cocktails and, oh. you know, like a spa and it had a hammam yeah. in there and all sorts of things. Yeah. And it's like, an, it's like another world. And, like, every day I'd go for a walk around on the walking track. I'd walk, like... To eight kilometers, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like this. It's like being in lockdown. It's exactly what right. it's like. Well, so that, that so again, no one's ever going to want to go. Crazy. The Ruby Princess was. I wanted to say parked up near us, mm. but not parked. Moored, birthed, birthed. You know, know, well, it was birthed when well, you know it was in Sydney for ages, mm. so it was birthed up near us, mm. and when you could walk past it and almost level with it mm. on the you know the coastal walk, and you could see all the crew. On the top deck, playing football. Oh, yeah. Having, having a little dance. Time. You know, because they were trapped on there. Yeah. So they obviously just worked their way 
well, not obviously work their way through the bar, but I hope they did. I would have. Um, they were having a right old oh, time. Bless them. I felt yeah. sorry for them. I feel sorry for the ones who are stuck at sea still. Yeah. I mean, you've got, you know, trouble is, though, isn't it? If you sign up to work on a cruise ship, mm. you're going to be on there for a long time. Isn't it? Having to be interested in people telling you yeah. their stories. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's a bit of a boring conversation, really. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I don't mind it. I want to talk about stain, stain removal. Because yeah. <laughs> there is nothing like a bit of stain removal conversation. I actually friends. quite enjoy... St- are we talking about... Because um, I like sta- removing stains from things like mugs. Oh, that wasn't what I'm talking about. Oh, well, that's good. Yes. Do you use toothpaste or something? No, I use white vinegar and oh. bicarb of soda. You're so natural. Yeah, and oh, it yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. So tea stains... Yes. From when you have like yes. really strong builder's tea. Yes. So I like removing stains from things like that. Um, I quite like removing stains from things. <laughs> it's pleasure very to be had. satisfying, yes. isn't it? Well, I was just reading the story in The Guardian, which is about um, six ways to bring your clothes back to life. And I guess people are probably, we're all in this kind of Make idea. do and mend. Yeah, all that sort of, it's very wartime mentality. Mm. You know, if you can't, you don't want to go out and buy anything new, well, you can't. Yeah. So um, the stain removal thing is quite interesting, as she says, rustle, rustle, rustle. So if you have clothes at the back of your wardrobe that you've worn since that unfortunate incident with a bottle of red wine, I was like, well, <laughs> that would never happen in my house. Um, okay, so some stains are set by hot water, some by soap, some by ironing. Trickier stains don't always come out first time. For those, it's about repeating the process rather than acting fast. So... If you have greasy, protein, or tannin stains, for grease, like engine oil, you use hot water and washing up liquid, but don't leave it soaking for too long. For protein stains, well, say cheese or sweat. Now, how do you get a cheese stain? <laughs> a cheese stain. <laughs> do I want to know. What is a cheese stain? I don't stain? know. Oh, I dropped my brie and it's stained. <laughs> I don't know. But if you have a cheese stain, use cold water and washing up liquid. <laughs> I mean, sweat you can kind of understand. Yeah. Cheese, yeah, if anyone can tell us what a cheese tell us stain what a cheese is. Stain is. I mean, maybe if you've got a cooked brie Look, and a bit of the oil We just don't know. At this point, right. we, we have no idea. For tannin stains, so coffee, perfume, spices, avoid soap, but do use hot water. That's interesting. Cough, um... Beware of combination stains. Ooh. So um, a, tr- a straight-up coffee stain is different... If you have white coffee, because oh, it's got milk, milk in which it. is a protein, is it? Or Di- not? Yes. Dye mm. stains such as from cherries or blueberries are one where a commercial stain removal product is worth keeping handy in your store cupboard. I didn't really say anything in that story, apart from that there are such things as cheese stains. Cheese stains. Um, have you got those microfiber makeup remover discs? What are they called? Oh, yes. Um, they were sort of quite big last yeah, year. Did you yeah. get any of them? Because no. I got some of them. They're quite good. But they get really dirty, mm-hmm. and even though you put them in the what you meant to put them, in, you meant to be able to wash them like twenty five times, they're still dirty. Anyway, Timmy, put them in with um, nappy sand for me. Oh, why is Gosh, that? They why came is up the a day? treat. <laughs> came up an absolute treat. Well, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, I did have another, and there was another thing to that story that was quite interesting about. I'm just googling cheese stain. Fixing your hems and seams, but you know, like we can all do it. We all know. You know what I say? Take it to some people. They need your support right now. <laughs> Because they're expensive, though, some of those alterations, people. I know, but, you know, they do a better job than me. Cheese stain. What is a cheese stain? I feel like that is not a a search that would come up often. Well, there's quite a lot of hits. Oh, yeah. 
cheese stain. Mm. Um, still don't understand how you get a cheese stain, though. <laughs> Melted from... cheese. Oh, oh, so if you're eating a cheese, toasted cheese oh, sandwich right. and the cheese drops on you. Yeah, well, that's oil, that's greasy. Isn't it? Yeah. But I suppose it's anyway. Wow. All right. I'm glad we had this conversation. I'm so glad. Cheese stains are big. You know what? Yeah. It's going to be a great um, social media <laughs> posting about cheese stains. In the PDAs. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> um, all right, everyone. We'll have a have a lovely week. Stay safe. Yep. Stay sane. Yes. As they say. And um, we'll be back next week. If you want to email us, you can on weareplayingdevilsavocado at gmail.com. Yeah. Come to the PDAs on Facebook. Sorry, I'm stopping Lisa from having a drink. She's like poised to drink her drink. And I keep on looking at her for <laughs> positive <Input>. reinforcement. <laughs> um, and we will see you next week for okay. more conversations. And tell us what you buy in Aldi so we can talk about it yes. more. And other supermarkets. Tell us what you're buying anywhere at any yeah, time. Yeah, I'd love it. And what stains you've removed. <laughs> Bye now. Bye. Bye.